So, are you reading anything new and different right now? I have to tell you, I just finished T.J. Clunes Under the Whispering Door. And if you, I thought the house in the Cerulean Sea was wonderful. This is spectacular. It's, it does that and more. This one is uh, based more on the idea of, it's around death and what happens next. And there's a tea house where you, where the ferryman hangs out. Well, there's one ferryman has a tea house and it's a way stop. And it's where you go to understand before you pass through the door, right? But there are complications, of course, and it's just so beautifully done. I really, really loved it. And if I had to pick one book from this whole year that I just found to be that book that really resonated, and you ask me today, because you have to know, again, it, it, changes, it matters, yes. it would be that one. I, All right. It just came out this year. It's a 2021 book, Under the Whispering Door by T.J. Klune. I'm going to have to get that. Yeah. And, yeah, I, if you liked his other book, you'll enjoy this one. I, You really will. He's literally buying it right now. Yeah, he's, no, he's I, I'm not. I am looking <laughs> for something <laughs> else. And I want you to know that I finally reread because I sounded so familiar, and you kept talking about it, and I, but I just couldn't quite place it. The Lies of Locke Lamore oh, by Scott Lynch. Yes. And I have never read the rest of the books because I had read that book when it first came out, and the other ones weren't out yet. And you know how it happens if you don't get a book... Uh, you don't get back to it, but it had always haunted me a little bit, and I remembered bits and pieces of it, but not when you were describing it, I wasn't putting those pieces together with what you were talking about. I forgot how dark he took it. Oh, yeah. How just devastatingly dark this book went, but I, I remember how much I enjoyed, and the structure, the, so the characters, it's, the characters are fabulous. And Locke Lamora is fabulous. And, you know, Jean is wonderful. All the characters are just so well done. Um, but the the structure of it, the moving back and forth in time and, and the relevance of how that's put together, I just was really timely because I actually have an author who I'm book coaching who is working on a plan for a book right now. And one of the things that she wants to do is almost exactly that, move back and forth in time and in sh and sandwich things in in a relevant manner. And so the timing was really good for me to pick this back up and reread it. But I really had forgotten how, how dark it went. It's, the second book is still very dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm, now I can go pick up the second book because this came out, what, 15 years ago yeah, or something it's, it's like not... that? Or Not more. a new book. Yeah. yeah, I think more than 15 years ago. So I'll, I will be getting, I will be going ahead and reading that series. So those are the two things, other than, you know, picture books and craft books. I'm reading uh, Writer You Should Stop by Becky Syme, and it's, or Writer You Should Quit by Becky Syme, and Becca Syme. And it's it's not that you should quit writing. It's the other things you should quit while you're trying while you're to writing. work on your craft and things like that. So I'm reading that and a couple of other craft books that have popped up on my, on my list. And then I'm also kind of skimming through um, a book on decluttering on uh, paper, you know. 
it's how to get rid of paper and what you should keep and what you shouldn't. And I just can't think of the title of it right now. And I've been kind of skimming it, but I found this section where it says where to call to get to stop all the junk mail from coming to your house. And I've bookmarked that because at least I can do that. <laughs> at least right? you get rid of the junk. At least I can do that. How about you? So I've just started uh, Gun with Occasional Music. Really? By whom? Jonathan Latham. All right. Imagine um, Philip K. Dick writing a noir detective or Raymond Chandler on LSD. <laughs> Wait, I read that book. <laughs> it is just wildly weird. It's written in the hard-boiled, you know, noir detective style. But the world is just so skewed and cockeyed that I still haven't made a lot of sense of it's it. It's like Brazil or something. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the the Inquisitor's office apparently runs most things, even though there's a sha- it, as a shadow government, you can be a private Inquisitor, which this guy is. But apparently, for some reason, no one is allowed to ask anyone else questions. It's considered extremely rude and, to some degree, almost, you know, illegal to ask a direct question of anyone. So how can you be an inquisitor if you can't ask inquisitors questions? Inquisitors are licensed to, to ask, ask questions. questions. God. Everybody has a karma card. I already like it. And your karma is added to or subtracted based on your actions decided by the inquisitor's <laughs> office. But if your karma goes to zero, you're put in the freezer. Literally. <laughs> wow. And then they have evolved animals. Essentially, they do something to them so you have... Dogs and cats and kittens walking around on their hind legs talking like humans. And one of the toughs who comes after my private eye here is an evolved kangaroo. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it is just... Weird. Weird and bizarre. So far, it's kind of a standard noir detective. Just weird, weird and bizarre. In a fun and entertaining way. Right? Like, yeah. Um, I reread God's... Do you think he lost a bet? I don't know. I bet you can't write a book like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where this came from. Uh, I reread Gods and Generals because someone I respect said some unkind things about it, and I went back and reread it, and I disagree. Okay. Um, well, it comes down to, is it acceptable to explore and humanize the characters of people who are now considered to be evil? It's all about Robert E. Lee. Stonewall Jackson, Thomas Longstreet, you know, or James Longstreet. Um, but it makes them very human. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is uh, from what Shara can tell about, you know, things they've written and said and done, which is recorded. He makes them real people. Um, but apparently that's not acceptable right now. Because... Um, it just isn't. Okay. Huh. Well, I haven't read it, so... It's... I mean, it's a Civil War novel. It's a novelized version of the events leading up to Gettysburg. So, Shara's father, Michael Shara, wrote The Killer Angels, which became the movie Gettysburg. Shara has written a whole bunch of war novels. He's got a whole series... Um, about the war in the West that I think is extremely well done because he uh, he 
deals with the characters of some of my favorite generals who I think have been neglected and passed over by history, but he also does it from the point of view of a couple of common soldiers that he follows through all these campaigns, and he captures that experience of the foot soldier uh, very, very well. So I, I like him as an author, and I appreciate his gods and generals. Once again, I'd already read it once. Uh, what else am I, have I read? I just started Gun with Occasional Music. And then I picked up, um, I'm kind of trying to remember the author, Naomi. It's called Bacchanal. And it's a magical realism book about a circus of freaks who are truly magical freaks touring Louisiana in the 30s. Ooh, now see, that would be up my alley. And, and it, I haven't read it. I've read a couple of reviews. I'm looking forward to getting it going. So, All right. Well, I'm